0: what camera
1: like can you can you guys see me because i can't see myself oh
0: yeah 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 we could see you You look great
1: oh oh really okay
0: oh shit so when we go live we can't see you (laughs) oh nelly but can you see me but i can't see him on the youtube channel we're live on youtube now and when i'm on the channel i see him I'm, i'm on it too i can see him oh you can Oh yeah. yeah, there he is. Shit, you're
1: right. Oh, uh, that's funny, because I can't see myself. Okay, that's good that uh, that doesn't matter. I guess this is uh I guess that works.
0: How are you gonna know if you go low enough in the squad if you can't see yourself?
1: Well, um I can always see myself when I'm training. I don't have to uh <laughs> I don't have to see myself right now. I'm not I'm not training for the crossing game, so it doesn't matter.
0: All righty, if you say so, yeah, can you imagine that it's only been you know twenty years that it's okay to squat below parallel in the united states
1: yeah that's uh yeah, that's mind blowing actually that's mind blowing
0: it is nuts. There were billions of people in China, billions of people in India, hundreds of millions, if not billions in Africa all squatting below parallel, but us in the United States, we knew better. Don't squabble yeah. parallel. It's very, <laughs> very bad for you. We know yeah, better. Yeah.
1: Well, well, you also. Uh, I, I guess it can be bad for you if you don't have the range of motion to do so. And uh, but um, <laughs> no, yeah, it's uh, it's crazy evolution. It is.
0: It is nuts. And then and then and then, how about that food pyramid? When I was a kid, like every like. Eat bread, eat cereal, and pour a glass of orange juice every morning. Don't forget yeah. to use your margarine. Do you, I mean, yeah, <laughs> is that is that? Did you guys ever use margarine? Do you even know what margarine is? How old are you? Wait, 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 wait,
1: wait. Uh, I have say no anything. idea what that is. You have to tell tell me what that is first.
0: Bjorgvin Karl Goodmanson.
1: Wow, that was so legit. That was so good.
0: Bjorgvin and and I have it written on my page B E, and then Y O R, so I so I get it right Bjor, B- or is it? Yeah, it pronounce the J Bjor.
1: Um, not much. So I would say Bjorgvin. Well,
0: Bjorgvin.
1: It, it's a, it's a mix of the letters right after the B.
0: I wonder sure. if ha- I wonder if having a name that doesn't flow off of people's mouths, well, simpletons like myself, mm. easily yeah. has affected your popularity. Like, do you ever feel like you're I somewhere mean, and people don't talk to you because they don't want to say your name? Uh oh, oh. Okay, I'll talk to this guy instead.
1: Pro- like in the beginning, I think so. Yes, but then uh, BKG is a very like that's a nice thing to say, right? I mean, that's easy for you to nice. say. And when someone shouts like PKG, that's uh, yeah, I know they're talking talking to me. And then, but then definitely in the beginning, you know, pr- trying to pronounce my name, and like everyone would just butcher my name, and I wouldn't even like I wouldn't even uh, notice that they were trying to talk to me. Cause, um, yeah, so that's probably the reason why like I didn't even notice, so I didn't talk to anybody.
0: <laughs> and that no, we we've solved the mystery. Sorry. Hold on a sec here. I'm, I'm making sure that I have the chats open. Hey, listen, you knuckleheads in the, in the chat world. You guys criticize me for like moving the windows around in the beginning of the show. That's not me. That's not me. I don't do that. I don't know. I don't even know how to do that. Blame Ryan for that. Shit. Um, do, do. Yes. I love BKG. Oh, good. Learn how to say his name and type the whole thing out and prove your love. Um, yeah. Oh, uh, do people actually call you BKG? Like, would someone be like, hey, BKG, uh, you want to go to lunch? Or, like, do people say that?
1: In in Iceland? Yeah, anywhere. No. Like, everywhere outside of Iceland, yes. But it's just weird if someone in Iceland would call me BKG. You know, they would just call me Karl. Like, you know, they're not having problems uh, saying my name anyway, so.
0: What a missed opportunity to try to say your name. I, I have to look over it. I mean I enjoy saying the hard names and it's not yeah. even that hard it's not even that hard, but it's just hard it's no. it's just a lot of syllables for a guy who smoked a lot of weed mm. in college like me to remember. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean there are definitely there are, there are hard letters in there, like the third letter. Uh I mean, just kind of like and then also the T in like Goodmanson, like it's G U Like for you it's easier to just spell it G-U-T but it's actually g u and then there's a letter
0: called f yeah yeah but no, then you're, y- you're complicated. you just don't that. have it
1: yeah, yeah yeah we're complicating
0: it yeah no so, wonder um, no one says your name um, no wonder no one says it
1: no your that's name. true no, man, no i mean i understand
0: i want everyone at home yeah. to try to say it if you're if you're if you're listening to the podcast all six of you that are listening just give it bjorgvin Karl Goodmanson. if if just feels good will yeah. you say it once for us slowly and then we'll try to repeat it
1: Björgvin, Kart Gwilmundsson.
0: I thought your first name was hard. Holy cow, you just made your middle name and your last name hard. Those are the easy ones.
1: Yeah, like Carl. But that's the very, like, I, I could say it as, like, Carl, and you would understand me, but it's, you, you, you would have to say it as kind You know, a little more, Kart. like, harsh.
0: Björgvin Kart.
1: Gwilmundsson. <laughs> 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 yeah, hey, yeah, yeah.
0: let me hear you try to say my name. Let me hear you try to say my name. Do you even know my name?
1: Savon, like M A T something.
0: Savon, M A T something. I love it. Can you Siobhan, say M A T something. Can you say the guy's name in the middle? Can you say this no. other guy's name? Do you know his name? Mm.
1: I can't. I can't see the. I can't see the name on my my screen here. Free something. You just tell me. Tell me his name.
0: His name's Brian Friend.
1: Oh, I I just can't see the friend in there because, like, it's. I'm on my. You know, I'm on my iPhone, so I can't see. Okay, but Brian Friend is a great name.
0: That is a great name. The easiest.
1: Just... yeah, your your last name, Simon, is like Sevon Ma. Say that again.
0: Uh, it's it's Matosian.
1: Matosian, okay, uh, that's good. Or if it's you're, not if, that hard.
0: If you're Armenian, you would say Matosian.
1: Mat Matosian. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Brian Friend. That's just a that's just a nice name.
0: <laughs> he, I, I'm. Well, I, he's smarter than me. He's stronger than me. He's ever, He's younger than me. Did Beek did did Bjorgvin have any family in Iceland? Strongman contest last w- last weekend. Listen, ironically, fit. Let me explain something to you. All mm-hmm. these guys on Iceland are related to each other. <laughs> They're all family. They've been stuck on an island for ten million years together. What are you yeah, talking? about?
1: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I. Uh, it's not, really it isn't like that. But we have like like. You foreigners, like people outside of Iceland, talk, <laughs> talk about this, like talk about this dating app or something. Like you could, like before you go home with a partner or something. Like let's say after a night out or something, you could go and like, like check if you're like really related, throughout through that app. But I haven't really downloaded that app. I, I I'm not sure if it exists even. But um, I feel like everyone is asking me about this app to check if I'm related to everyone here. Uh, But yeah, we are, I mean, we are very small. We have, the population is like total of 360,000. And that's like a very small city in in the US.
0: Yeah, I think Um, the first time I went to, but but it sounds like it's growing. I think the first time I went to Iceland, it only had 300,000. So you guys have put on 60,000.
1: It was probably a little more than 300,000, but yeah, we have definitely gotten like it's getting bigger but not rapidly it's like you know it's 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 growing but at a very slow pace i'll tell you that
0: it's um what's today august 9th august i 19th. have no idea and and what time is it where you're at uh two o'clock okay two p.m and it's 709 in the morning where i'm at and what's the weather like um where you're at like it's august it's, in so, iceland
1: Yeah, so I'm actually up north now. So I live down south, but I'm actually up north. I arrived here yesterday and I'm just like trying to do something else than being at the gym. So we left the gym and we're up north. We met up with some friends and it's 20 degrees Celsius. So that's like 70, 72, 73, 74 Fahrenheit maybe.
0: So it's perfect.
1: It's perfect. Like this is very nice. And we only get a few of those days.
0: But I feel like... Go Go ahead. ahead No, no, you go ahead.
1: Yeah, and I feel like, you know, if you're from the south, you feel like the north gets the best weather, like, during the winter. So they actually get snow and, like, you know, very good. Like, they have some ski areas here that are better than down south. And then during the summer, the summers are just much better than the summers down south. Or that's what we feel like when you live, like, on the south side.
0: It's always greener on the other side of the hill.
1: Yeah, I think it's something like that <laughs> for sure.
0: This job would be so much better if we had a different CEO. Oh, shit. I shouldn't have said that. This job <laughs> sucks now. This place would be yeah. so much better if. Um, Why are you avoiding the gym right now? I saw you um posted a picture of yourself in a wetsuit. God, I don't know how you found a wetsuit that fit you. Um, <laughs> yeah. And,
1: well, and it, so it, it why are you avoiding the
0: gym? It did it?
1: Yeah, I mean, because, like, you're so used to training. You're so used to only train. And, you know, for me, I just, I I love training. I love the, uh, I love everything about it. I love the gym. The people are there. Uh, But I know that after the games, if I start too early, I'm just going to burn out. So I need to take some time off. Like, that's the most important thing. And then also just to get the fire back a little bit. I feel like if I go down there, you know, there's not going to be much to my training. You know, I might just do something a little bit and then, you know, I don't want to bother. I don't want to go down there to just do something, if you know what I mean. So I would rather do something very active, go out on the jet ski on and, you know, to, to a summer house or go up north, meet up with friends and do something that you actually can't do during the season. So okay, uh, just time so- to
0: catch up. So you don't you don't work out like I do. You would you don't like get on the assault bike and want to sit in front of the TV, and watch the local news or watch uh, a UFC fight and then do some push-ups and then just roll out of there. Like when you work out, you want to work out with intention. Yes, you're not, you're not just checking a box like a slob like me.
1: Mm, like I get like we're not in the same situation, I guess. But maybe when I have stopped doing CrossFit on a competitive level, I would do it maybe that way. But like at this point. It might be like the last thing I will ever do.
0: Right, right. <laughs> and uh, and then and then seriously, how did you get in that wetsuit? I mean, it looks great on you, but I imagine yeah, thank you. I am. Yeah, you look a great. You look like a James Bond character. But <laughs> I, but I'm guessing that like you have to like you know what sp- spam is that spray stuff you spray on Pam to make. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. I kind of yeah. pictured
0: you spraying your body down with that, and then someone having to pull the suit onto you.
1: I mean, I needed two people to like pull it up so it was oh, that's quite
0: tight two guys with a 500 pound deadlift on either side of <laughs> yeah yeah yeah.
1: To, to pull it up yeah, yeah.
0: and then but, you and then you held a 200 pound bar in a front rack to hold yourself on the ground and then they just pulled oh, it up over your those thighs ears
1: oh that, that, that's the way to do it sure
0: um are a lot of people going in the water in iceland is that like and, and then do you mm-hmm. have to can you go in without a wetsuit or are you just toast if you do that
1: Uh, It depends a little bit, but um, this water is quite big. It's very deep. You know, the temperature doesn't change much during the the, the summer. So it's like stays very cold. And it's just not as enjoyable like you could, but it's it's not enjoyable because it's so cold. Um, I tried to actually swim in that water and I just completely freaked out because it's so clear and it's so deep and I could see it down to the bottom. And for some reason, that just completely freaked me out.
2: So it's basically this Madison.
1: That's like, that's (laughs) murder. That's disgusting. Like, that Lake Monona, like, fuck, dude. Like, seriously. I'm pretty sure that two, three or four people got, like, they got sick from that water.
0: Have you ever got sure. diarrhea from swimming in that water? It seems like that, that every year we always hear of a handful of guys that got diarrhea. And if we're hearing about a handful, I'm guessing most people are too embarrassed to talk about it. So I just assume it's the entire pack.
1: Wow. Well, so I have a coach that's very, uh, well, he, he, he likes, well, he hates to take chances. So he has us take probiotics and like active charcoal, like right after we've been on, in the water. So I mean, I have actually never had any issues with the water, but I'm pretty sure if I wouldn't have uh, taken those uh probiotics right after the swim, I would be pooping my pants like like Wellner. He was probably pooping his pants on Friday or Saturday because of that water. Must be.
0: I don't know why you have to say he's pooping his pants. I think he made it to the toilet, but I like your version. I like the thought of Wellner pooping his pants. That's pretty good.
1: I <laughs> uh, was I'm, you you saw you yeah. saw his uh, you saw status on event six, right, with the cleans Yeah. He wrote about it. Oh, he just wrote about it. It was pretty cool. But uh, yeah, but he was saying he had some like stomach issues on, on Friday or Saturday or something.
0: Yeah. Didn't he mention that to us in the podcast, Brian, that like he was seriously concerned that something could fly? <clears throat> yeah. yeah, I think yeah. so. Um, who's your coach? It's Yami. Yami? Yami?
1: Yes. Yami oh, Tikkanan.
0: Tikkanan. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I used to be friends with him. I, I mean, I, I guess I could still say I'm friends with him. I used to see him around yeah. every... I used to see him multiple times a year. He's a great guy. He's very... He, um, intelligent. He's intelligent.
1: Yeah, he's... Is he Finnish? He's Finnish, but he has lived in London for quite quite some time.
0: Yeah, those Finnish people are um, hard for us Americans to figure out because they're so, like, you know... They're, mm. like, so flatlined, so chill, so...
1: Hey, yeah, you... Interviewed do you remember when you interviewed Thomas? Thomas Wainio.
0: Yeah, that sounds familiar. Yeah, yeah. I don't remember, but I, I know the name.
1: He was at uh he was at the invitationals probably the first year and he was it, it might have been him him and even Miko Salo or something on that team and you interviewed him right after him. That was very hilarious. I think it was two thousand and twelve or thirteen invitationals. One of the first competitions.
2: Should have been two thousand twelve.
1: Yeah, two thousand twelve. You and that was funny. It was just like, yeah, I I think Finnish people are great. Like I spent four days of the preparation camp when I went out to Madison. I met up with Jonikoski and and the Finnish team. And those guys are they are very similar to Icelanders, I feel. But like the language is definitely so much different that I like I I can't understand a word what they're saying. But I still like left with him a little bit, even though I don't know what they're saying.
0: Yeah, I um, I get it, it's. It, I'm glad you said that. That they're very similar because I get the two. I get the two mixed up. Like when I'm with someone who's Icelandic, sometimes I start to get Finnish vibes, and I start to get kind of like the country start conflating for me, even though they're right. nowhere near each other. But, no, yeah, just just oh uh, yeah, very um. I don't want to use the word get, stoic because it's so played out. But
1: I guess like sken. Scandinavia in general, like, it's it's a little r- related, like, even though the languages are definitely not the same. Um, are you sponsoring? We, a... have, we, have we have that wipe around us, right? You have the what? wipe, Wipe? The wipe. Yeah. Like, Scandinavian wipe around us. Like, you yeah. know when you're talking to a Scandinavian and you know when you're talking to American, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, t- w- what's a wipe? A wipe? You know the wipe?
1: Uh, yeah, <laughs> I'm not what I'm the- not talking about wiping like you know, bathroom wiping. It's not that not, not that way. But I'm saying just like Yeah, we just have that, you know, Scandinavian look. We have the Scandinavian like uh I don't know how to say it, but like Demeanor. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Ah, uh, Brian. What? What the fuck is BKG? No, sorry. What the fuck is Bjorgvin saying right here? What? What's this white thing he's talking to me about? Sorry, I'm like the grandfather who can't hear him. Yeah. So Translate some shit for me.
1: What's he saying,
0: Brian?
2: That? Uh, that's a term I've I'm not. I'm, he's just saying there's a like a almost like a stigma. Like you can recognize them. They all have similar yeah. features. They all have similar accents. And yeah, present themselves similarly.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's yeah All these kn- all
0: these knucklehead Americans on the on the live chat are not think that they don't know what wipe is either. They're with me. They, they think oh, really? you're talking about wiping, but hey, Chris fit can't, <laughs> can't be worse than Sevon's poop story with kids. That is not a bad story. That's like the greatest story of all time. Someone named Jamie the Jam from the uk god the people in the uk are so so generous i gave us four dollars four sterlings for uk four pounds four pounds and 49 cents do we have to share any of that with bjorgvin
1: i don't i i wouldn't think so good thank you uh
0: (laughs) the fourth fittest man in the world oh you do this Mm -hmm. part brian tell us how great bjorgvin is (laughs) tell us Um, Okay, I'll tell Bergman. Um, he's mm-hmm.
2: a, he's one of the most consistent guys we've seen in the past seven years. He's been eighth place or better every single year. Twice, he's consistently the guy to beat in Europe.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: It's it's you know it's difficult to have to consistency over a long period of time like that. Uh, things I think about your career are your uh, your kind of breakout event win first year you podium in 2015. And then you had a kind of a drought in terms of event wins. But seven years later this mm-hmm. year, you won an event impressed by you on, which was the yoke event. And I don't know if maybe you mm-hmm. want to talk about why you did so well on that particular workout, but um, just in general, if you're looking for a guy who's consistent over time, there's hard, it's hard to find many that are more consistent than this one.
0: Uh, boy, that I just, so thank you know, you. Bjork, ben, I don't think that I wouldn't say thank you to that shit. Consistent sounds like, that doesn't sound that, that like I consistently don't make it to the games. I don't know if I like that word. No. Consistently excellent.
1: That's very good. It's better. It's better. I would like. It's wait.
0: better. What, what would the, you like to hear? He's the fourth fittest man in the world. Listen to these guys who beat him this year. He, But first of all, he's only one of four people who went over 1,000 points. Mm-hmm. And he had to deal with Brent Fakowski, Patrick Vellner, and Justin Medeiros. Where did you have Bjorgvin finishing the games this year? And I know you love Bjorgvin, and so it's crazy. I, I can't imagine what you say about people you don't like, Brian. You are not the highest. <laughs> I think
2: I, I think <laughs> I projected him sixth, and I and in part in part that was because I wasn't sh- certain that he was 100 percent healthy coming into the games. But Sevyn, yeah. was there, you,
1: Oh, that's was right. There any, I was you there anything? That. Was there anything that uh, like? did you know that I wasn't healthy or did you know, or was that just like a hunch?
2: I had, um, I I just, and I was like, I know he won his semifinal, but I feel like to the other guys who did those workouts, if he was a hundred percent better. (laughs) And I may, you know, I never like to put too much credence or belief in like rumors that I hear unless they're from specifically. But a couple of people had told me, either your hip, maybe your hip or your back or something like that.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's but, true. That's very really true. I'll, I'll talk, to, talk to that. Yeah.
2: Well, I just wanted, the last thing I wanted to say, cause Savan mentioned it was, and you probably know this Bjorn, but you don't, he was actually two steps away from taking third place this year on that last workout.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I know. I tell me about, like, I know everything about that and I, I think I'm going to use that for next year. That's very heartbreaking. Actually. That's uh. Yeah, I've I've I haven't been discussing this with many people after the games. I know exactly what I had to do to be on the podium. But then again, I'm like, yeah, third is gonna be better than fourth. For sure. It's really heartbreaking and everything. But like as you were saying, I was a little bit I was dealing with a little bit of injuries and stuff like that throughout the season. Not that I know, you know, I don't I don't wanna excuse myself or anything because I don't know what everyone else is going through. Um but you know, i just want to get i just want to get first place before i you know i i call this a day at, at, at in uh competitive crossfit so um you know yeah i could could have gotten to the podium that would definitely have been like a great experience for sure but i feel like you know i'm just going to make the best out of this i think you know yeah this just puts fire in my heart to do better next year for sure like this was very heartbreaking
0: I like what he said. It, the way I heard it, he probably didn't mean it this way, but he said he hasn't discussed it yet. And I hear the word disgust, like it's a disgusting event and disgust at the same time. He hasn't disgusted. <laughs> he hasn't, he hasn't disgusted this yet. Well, let's discuss it. Um, yes. uh, what happened, Brian, can you paint a picture for us where, um, where BKG, where Bjorg then? Carl Goodmanson shit the bed and uh and didn't pick up the extra <laughs> extra fifty thousand dollars.
2: Well, I mean, I think I think at that Tell point us he the knew- event
0: paint the picture like we don't know anything because I don't know shit.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the there's a final row ninety chest bar pull ups and then total of six foot segments of walking lunge with 185. one hundred eighty five was in a back rack. The second was in a front rack, and the last walking lunge, and he needed to beat Brent Fikowski and have four other guys come between Brent. And if you look at the leaderboard, you'll mm-hmm. see that he, he finished one place below Brent. But if you go watch the final event back, you, you, in the last segment of overhead walking lunges, you're not only ahead of Brent, but Vellner was between them and maybe as many as four or five other times from the first heat would have come in between the time that yeah. Bjorgvin could have finished, if do two more steps, maintaining the position yeah. overhead, finish that he had, which was sixteenth. So, four point deficit that that ended up beating him by.
0: Mm-hmm. What what did Bjorgvin end up doing? So you're telling me he's got 185 pounds <laughs> over his head. He's two steps yeah. away from getting on the podium, and then what happened?
1: You know, if, if you want to. If it comes from me, then you know i i I definitely took the chance like I knew exactly what I was and and uh how many people are needed between me and Brent and I just took the chance i tried to to make it all the way with my with the bar below her head, but i just I just failed uh on my like second to last lunch, so I had to come back and you know at that point uh you know it was too late
0: and when you say so you had I needed to...
1: two more steps.
0: When you have to come back, do you have to go back to the beginning of that section, or just right there? you drop it.
1: Yeah, like where you dropped it. But then again, you like you you you'll be pulled back to the last like checkpoint. So basically, yes, I had to do if if I had two more steps there, then I had to go back a little bit and do probably like four or something to finish the the workout. So at that point, you know, because we were also tight, a lot of guys had passed me.
0: Um, so, Bjorg, um, Bjorgvin, what happened? Do you know what gave out? Was it just, like just your shoulders?
1: No, it wasn't the shoulders. It was more of the legs, actually. So um, I don't know. Like, I just took the chance. I, I don't know why I couldn't hold the barbell. I, I didn't feel that bad. It was just like I lost a little, little control, lost the, the balance a little bit. But then also I just haven't been putting in a lot of volume and getting a lot of like the stimulus in my legs throughout the season, especially before the games. So like, not that I want to blame it on anything. It's just my fault for sure. But, um, yeah, I, I yeah, it, it, it's a shitty experience, but probably much needed. I want to say, so it's much needed, but I hate it. Fucking hated the experience. One of the last, like one of the worst workouts I've ever done. And then, uh, the uh the feeling right after it was the last event like usually you feel good after a competition but like yeah i just felt miserable for a few and, hours after
2: and you had just you'd set yourself up really well you won the event in the morning Uh, mm-hmm. deadlift freestanding handstand push-up yeah. workout it was like set up to be a, a great finish and then obviously oh. didn't go
1: and then for sure i mean all the workouts that day were great for me the the yoke, the the deadlift and hamstring pushups. And then this as well. Like I love chest bars. There's nothing with, like, there's nothing wrong with my rowing, and then lunches are just lunches. You just have to grind through them. And I, but I guess like at that point, you have, you know, you have the barbell overhead, and like that, there are a lot of things that can't go wrong, and there was just something that went wrong in that workout. Um. Yeah. And like, I mean, it was a great day, and I overall, I think it was a good competition. I. I've, I've never felt so good after a competition, to be honest. Like, I'm usually just a fucked for, you know, a week or two right after the competition. Like, everything, like, the system, like, is everything. It's just fried a little bit. But now I feel like, you know, for some reason, I was just more fresh than I have been in the previous years after the competition. You were more fresh? Oh, absolutely. Like, I felt like this was definitely not the hardest games I've competed in.
0: What did you think about the programming before we go back and talk about that? Last, I mean, event? I think,
1: it, I think it was, I think it was good. Like, I think it's, it's good when, when on a Wednesday or like early Friday they don't put a workout out, that's just going to ruin the weekend for everybody. If you know what I mean. So let's talk. We could go back to 2015 when he had Murph, because like Murph affected everything else so much uh everyone and you do you did year. you win
0: that did you win that murph
1: i won murph in 2015 i won like Simone, to be honest like i won the murph when they had the murph in 2016 and bridges like won, that was that was that wasn't murph you know, careful but,
0: that's my boy careful yeah, I know boy. i'll start I know, calling you bkg it. you better be careful <laughs> that's, uh, that's
1: you better be careful it.
0: okay yeah, tell no, me I, about tell me about the real murph in 2015 that you won
1: I mean, I guess that was a breakthrough for me because, like, in 2014, my first year, I came in there as a rookie and I was just more of a fanboy of Rich at that point. Like, I, at that point, you know, I was still watching YouTube videos with Rich, like, on repeat and just, like, trying to mimic everything that he did. Uh, Like, I'm definitely the biggest Rich Browning fan of, like, all time. That's just how it is, to be honest. And then in 2015, There was just so many, you know, I qualified again to the games and then uh, I needed that event win. I needed Murph because that, it boosted my performance. It boosted my, um, just like believe in myself, I guess. And then from that point, like I haven't really looked back. You know, I've been, like you said before, like one of the most consistent CrossFit uh, competitor of, of all time. So... But you know the work isn't done. You know I wanna I wanna stand in the middle of that podium, but not to the sides.
0: Um, do you think that um, Rich could come back and and, and place on the podium? Uh, I'm, I I'm, I'm not
1: asking, sure. I, I, I I'm only asking.
0: I don't. I'm only asking because I know that people. I um, don't, This is gonna just get people titillated. This is like I this is think... like scratching your cat too much.
1: Yeah. I, I don't think so.
0: Seven, you see? So. Two. Lazar yeah. Jukic. Oh, yeah, Jukic, Jukic. <laughs> hey, did you get a chance hey. to talk to Lazar Jukic?
1: Yeah, oh, of course. Fellow European, for sure.
0: What a homeboy him and Luka are, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very good guys. I love those guys.
0: Yeah, they're awesome. We're going we to get got They're brothers.
1: Luka. That's so cool to have, like, brothers competing at the games. What the fuck?
0: Yeah, they were they were probably the two easiest people we've had on the podcast. I did not want to have them on. Brian was talking about them nonstop. I'm like, these fucking guys. I never even fucking heard of them. Fuck these guys. We only do yeah. the big names. We only do Bjorgvin's. And then Brian had them on, and I fell in love with them. They were like our best guests ever.
1: Oh, really? I love that. Like, yeah, I, I, I only I only I said that to you
0: because you took a shot at my boy Josh. So that's me taking <laughs> a shot at you, a subtle
1: shot at you. <laughs> I don't know. The, I don't know the backstory of the Luca brothers, but. I'll definitely have to dig into that and uh, get to know them a little bit better. But, um, yeah, they did great. And, uh, yeah, I think it's been uh, some time coming for Luka Dukic. I don't want to butcher his name, but, like, he is very good. He is very good.
0: I like the way you say Dukic. If I if he wasn't my friend, I would call him Dukic, too. But Brian told me it's Dukic. Dukic. Yeah,
1: Dukic. yeah. There's a, J and, there's a J in there. Like, right? but, right? but it's so much
0: Dukic. more fun saying Duke.
1: Yeah, <laughs> Dukic <laughs> yeah, I know.
0: Um, so why do you say the 2015, um, uh, Murph was b- because it was it wasn't partitioned?
1: It no, definitely not. I mean, you know, you would not bet bet on me, you know, that year to win the win Murph link in 2015. You would definitely like pick Fraser or Noah or maybe Yonikoski even they were like up there, and then. For some reason, I have no idea why I won that workout. Like I have a great engine, I have a great capacity. That's probably the reason why. And I was one of few that could actually do proper push-ups. And I was not getting not not getting a lot of row reps. But I mean, I think Dan Bailey said this uh, at the invitationals that same year. He was talking to uh, he was talking to Dave, and he was saying like to Dave, like, dude, I beat Björkman by like fifteen minutes in training. So we were down in L.A. um, two weeks prior to the game. So we did Murph in the West, and he beat me by like 15 minutes. And then, you know, two weeks later at the games, I beat everyone. And Dan Bailey, of course. And then Dave said that was because he could do proper proper push-ups. So um, that might have been it. Was it 100,
0: 200, 300 that year?
1: Yes. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Mm Mm-hmm.
2: You know, it's, it's a good actually example because you can go train with whomever and they, you know, they'll finish and you'll finish. But if you go to a competition mm-hmm. then you're not, you're at the mercy of someone else. Reps are good or not. And, you know, a lot yeah. of people who never have had a, you know, they think that they're great at their gym or whatever, and they, they move the way that they move, yeah. but you put yourself out there and, and you don't know who's going to tell you this is, this is acceptable rep and this is not. And suddenly it's a very different landscape.
1: Yeah. And, you know, one of the reasons, like, you know, I, back at, back home, like I train alone most of the time, like 95% of the time I train alone. There's no one in the gym that's at my level. So it's very much, much like in my control. Like I have to um, be in control of everything that I do. And I have to make sure that I'm meeting like every standard. So I don't have anyone else by my side to tell me that, you know, this, might not fly in the competition or not, so I try to make it very um, clear to everybody that you know everything I do is legit.
2: And that's um, a, you know that that is a that holds true with the best that the sports ever seen. Mm-hmm. I mean, no one ever Troning's movement or Matt Fraser's movement. It's very obvious that they're meeting the movement standards. I am curious yeah. though, because you, you you said you train alone almost all of the time. What do you think mm-hmm. about? all these training camp scenarios that have popped up this year?
0: Oh, this uh, is my favorite I, topic.
1: You, you, no, it's, defi- I, think, I, I think they're definitely beneficial. I, I, I don't think no, like no one is the same. Like it, it's it's very personalized. I feel like, yes, I love to go and do a training camp before the CrossFit Games for a month, like a full month with, you know, we have been doing in the past, like Annie and Frederick. But, um, yeah, I'm a big fan of training camps, but for an example, if you put me and Jan Nikoski next week together for a whole year, we would just compete ourse- ourselves out of shape for sure, because we are just too stubborn to back off.
2: Yeah, that's kind of the feeling that I've had. And, I, you know, some of these places, top-level athletes competing for the entire year or training for- and this year it didn't work mm-hmm. out so well. Most of the people that did the best at the games are people who train out on their own a majority of the time. Yeah. To have that focused training environment leading into the games. So we'll see how it changes mm-hmm. over time. But so far.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's true. I mean, we, we don't, we just don't like definitely. Well, in Iceland, we have a lot of, we could have like a great training camps here and there with me and the girls. Um, but. I don't see that happening.
2: <laughs> what about what about Holgerson? Does he have potential?
1: Oh, oh for sure, for sure. Like he's coming up. I've um I've I've known who he is for a few years, for yeah, probably like five, five, six years. He started pretty young and uh he's he's makes made, made some uh, promising progress over over the last two years. So I'm I'm expecting to see him this year as well. Is Geraldo
0: Holgeson Icelandic?
1: Yes.
2: He is. He's only 22 years old. He's 22 and he was ninth place at the semifinals this year. And he had a top 10 finish at strength and depth in the sanctional season. And I think he's got Mm -hmm. some potential too, to be made, you know, you know, I don't want to say that that anyone will ever be able to replicate the career that it's had, but in terms of Icelandic men that have the potential to be good, he's the, he's the only one I really see that right now that has that.
1: I agree, I agree I think he's gonna be the one that's gonna qualify after me like i I don't see many other people being able to qualify I'm just uh but no I think it's just uh to do that he he'll definitely be the next one to qualify but, yeah
0: bjorgen did you did you did Dan Bailey beat you by fifteen minutes then because all his reps were ass and training <laughs> Like, <laughs> mean, L- like when you glanced over reps, at him, were you like, "Dude, you, this is a, sh- you're a
1: shit show"? No, no, I was oh. like, I was so impressed. I was so impressed. I had no idea what, I had no idea if he was cheating or he was if if or if he was doing his shitty reps. Well, now you do. Well, he maybe it was just his pushups. I mean, everything else was fine, right?
0: Um, uh. It, it, has anyone asked you if you're going to retire?
1: Uh, not yet, man. I'm 27. Or
0: has I mean, anyone asked you that though?
1: Yeah, like how, how long do you think you'll be doing this? Like for how many more years and stuff like that. And I'm like, I'm still getting so much better and I'm still getting I'm, I'm still understanding my body so much better like with each year. You know, and I've 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 told by this and I've, you know, if if and when I get tired of this, I'm just gonna quit. You know, I don't want to do this if you know it's just not making me happy anymore. Because um, I really like training. I've always liked training. I've always been competing since I was like four years old or something. So I think I'll do this for yeah. Like you'll see me for for the next four years at least.
0: But has anyone? But you have seagulls in Iceland.
1: Yeah. Did you hear it?
0: Yeah, that was cool. I like seagulls. Um, yeah yeah Don't feed the seagulls, though. Feeding the seagulls is bad news. Yeah, you'll ruin, yeah. You'll ruin yeah. the whole scene for everybody.
1: Ah, oh, that's true. You can just shoot them. Like I literally, I hate that bird.
0: Oh, I love that bird. But I understand, <laughs> but I understand your disgust. Um. So, yeah. uh, but but does, has anyone actually asked you this year since you finished competing? Are mm-hmm. you going to retire? Has anyone put that question at you?
1: No, I think everyone oh. knows exactly what I'm going to do.
0: OK, good, because I was thinking asking a CrossFit Games athlete, are you going to retire? Would be like so it, it it probably rubs them the wrong way, like it rubs me the wrong way when people ask me if I do CrossFit.
1: Right. right. I'm like What?
0: What? Like they're like they're saying something like what you can't see or like that they're insinuating that I don't or they're insinuating that you should retire. So when I came up with that question last night, do you have plans to retire? I immediately crossed it out and I would never ask you that because because it could be taken as offensive so i want you to know i crossed that off no. of questions no is- I,
1: I yeah i mean that's fine i'm I, I, I would never take it as offensive but
0: oh you're a good I mean, dude I'm, I'm, you would never I, fit in, in this country by the way don't come here if that doesn't offend no. <laughs> you then you would never fit in this
1: country in the <laughs> okay okay I, now I'm, I'm i'm over there at the, like I'm, I'm spending like one and a half months a year in the u.s prior to the games and then over the games and I mean I love to be over there, man. It's so good. The weather is so nice. You know, Where do the you average stay? weather here the average weather here in Iceland is ten degrees and rain during the summer. So like this day today it's great and you're just wasting my time.
0: <laughs> <laughs> hey, truth. Hashtag truth. Yeah. i understand i understand and it's two o'clock it's the best part of the day meanwhile it's yeah. 7 a.m here and i and i act like it's bad for me but really it's good because then i have the after i'm done with you i have the rest of the day to be like yeah, yeah no. i did a podcast this morning my shit's yeah. done and i get to play oh, with my little boys you know. all
1: day yeah seven is such a prick yeah um uh
0: you used to, oh so let's before we get it off on i'm i have a thousand questions i want to go back to event number uh, thirteen uh So, yoke. Brian, ask some questions about this because it really is impressive. Mm-hmm. I'll start with the first question. Sorry did you did you try to finish it in one run? Like, were you like, "Fuck this! I'm doing this in one round."
1: Yeah. So in the beginning, like we only had two minutes. So I I I, I kind of figured that you know twenty GSDs will take some like certain amount of time, and then the hay bale thing. So I just really tried to rush that because in the warm up, I, I we we were able to check the weight on the yoke, and to me it just didn't feel that heavy. Like, to be completely honest. Yeah, no, it, was was six, like, it was
0: only 605 pounds.
1: Yeah, that's like, you know, I don't do a, I, I <laughs> oh, I don't do a lot of yoke. I don't have yoke at the gym. I, there's There, there are yokes in Reykjavik for sure. But just everything was just firing. Everything Like, every muscle group was just firing. It didn't feel, like, bad on the back or, like, the knee or the hips or anything. It was, like, tight and, like, compact. And, you know, I just... I knew I had to make some ground in order to, like, attack the, the podium spot. So, I just fucking went for it, man. Like, I just wanted to get that yoke as far as I could on the first round and then finish it in the second. Like, I, like honestly, I didn't think it was going to be more than two. Um, But in the first one, I don't know how many seconds I had on the yoke, but I was, like, I was going for it. I just wanted to finish it in one. But it, I got close. I got to the blue and we had to go to the white. So I was like, I don't know, 10, yeah, like like a five to 10 yards or something.
0: Um, did, When you were carrying the yoke, did you, did it ever hit the ground or did you have any missteps while carrying it?
1: I just picked it up and it just stayed up. It was, it was uh, smooth. It was very smooth. And it didn't feel, it, to be completely honest, it didn't feel that heavy. But I also didn't carry it for three or four rounds. So like I think you know it, it it would probably have like cut up to me and in, in round 3 and 4 but you know I was just able to finish it very quickly but I yeah
0: How how about the um the injuries that um Brian talked about your your hip and your back the yoke didn't, didn't mm-hmm. mess with those
1: No not at all like we were basically like after the semifinals like we went all in or like yeah we went of course all in on on trying to uh, figure that injury out but of course, you know, injuries just need time and we just don't have time between semifinals and the game. So we just made the best out of the training, which meant we needed to stay. We, we stayed a lot um out of the hip and out of the knees and like everything that would aggravate the hip. Uh, we we didn't do much of, for an example, you know, lifting heavy and squatting heavy, deadlifting heavy, stuff like that. So um, I was, uh, I don't know, like I... Honestly, like, when you, when you have the adrenaline just going, you know, there's not much that will stop you. And, like, even though you feel the hip a little bit, it's just not going to, like, I'm not going to just go out and cry and with, withdraw from the competition, if you know what I mean. So I'm just going to put push through, like, this is it. This is the games. it's the last stage. So I might as well just fuck me up here uh, in order to try to do something.
0: Brian, are you surprised you won that event?
2: You should know that wasn't that surprised um we talked about mm-hmm. it before the or before Wait. the workout happened we had talked about it on a podcast and I thought that it would be advantageous to be a little bit bigger in this but yeah. there was a potential that there were guys like you who had you know a big base of training several years yeah. of training in the space that just would have a really solid midline and be able to take like short consistent steps and and move the yoke well workout which made me feel good because I'd actually mentioned it. but you might have a guy like BKG who's just got a really strong yeah. yoke really well
1: and you did yeah I, I think that was also it I think that you know the technique itself on the yoke for me is just very good I'm very comfortable having something like on my back like this and then you know the short like compact steps Uh but then of course we have been you know not that we are there every week but we have been to like half foot like four uh Thor Bjornsson, the you know that the mountain
0: mm-hmm.
1: yeah like he, he has it the mountain the mountain the mountain the mountain yes yeah. yeah he has uh i mean i mean they they do a lot of yoke and they do a lot of like the stone lifting stuff and like we we've, we've definitely been tr- like trying out their equipment every now and then so um uh, and he has some good pointers
2: the perception from the the when cheese thing sandbag the hoosevel bag
1: <laughs> i yeah i i mean it was the same size isn't it like the the bag itself is like it's shaped like the hoosevel stone and i think everyone else is where they we just appreciate it i think
0: oh I think it's, it's not very... blasphemy it wasn't like how dare mm. you cultural no just, no you'll never fit in this country man that's cultural appropriation <laughs> You'll never ever fit in this country. You stay on your island. You do not get offended easily enough.
1: No, I mean, I we thought it was very cool. I mean, just like to be able to bring that out outside of Iceland. This, I don't know. Just we appreciate it. You mean so,
0: embracing and sharing culture is okay, and respecting other yeah, people's but, cultures? Well, wow, that's weird.
1: We'll, we'll talk well, offline. I'll not. call you
0: late. I'll call you later on tonight, and we and you can walk me through that whole thing.
1: Yeah, like would you get a, 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 offended? no like no. i don't get offended being yes. offended
0: is every time i'm offended nah. i just look at myself it's my problem i ain't no bitch yeah. does no, every
1: so you're no you are no bitch Siobhan.
0: thank
2: you <laughs> does have you uh god i wish and and try to lift those stones
1: yeah like a lot of them like i've tried there's just no fucking way it's like 400 <laughs> and something some pounds and it's just like the grip is but also, like so many people have tried to walk it, but it's just so slippery, and it's just way too heavy.
0: Wait, so those stones are just like out sitting somewhere, in any any oh, smoke, I could just fly. There's
1: through. just one stone. There's just one stone,
0: and it's just sitting out in the public, and you can just free walk over there and try to pick it up.
1: Yeah, it's in Husafatl, which is an area in Iceland. Uh, a lot of people have summer houses there. A lot of people go camping there during the summer. There's a golf course there, but then also there is the Husafell stone. Um, Yeah, do you know what what it's all about? So the thing is, like, you have to be able to like pick it up, and then you walk a circle that's there, and then you know you. I don't know. It's just free. It's just there.
0: It's just there. Like anyone can do it. Like I could fly there tomorrow. I could get a ticket, put on my mask, get my shots, come to Iceland and pick up the stone.
1: Absolutely. And like we don't steal. Like I was going to say that shit would
0: be spray painted if it wasn't. If you brought that to the United States, they'd spray paint the shit out of that thing.
1: Yeah. I mean, no, I
0: love Bjork. If your wife really loved you and she lived in the United States, she would go spray paint on there. What's your wife's name? Victoria. (laughs) What's your wife's name? Mine. Yeah no betty betty yeah
1: betty yeah she like would betty, spray on there like go ahead like betty crocker
0: okay betty crocker <laughs> loves bjork that's what i mean that yeah. someone would have that on there that's amazing oh, i guess you guys don't have you. the same artistic aptitude that we have in the <clears throat> united states you guys are just kind of like you don't appreciate spray paint
1: no not so much like i think it's well, if you, if you can spray paint, but I hate when people just spray paint something disgusting on a wall and then someone has to come and paint the wall again. I wonder Why the fuck would you do that?
0: It's a great point. Uh, yeah. Carmen Carmen Ryan from Australia, $14.99. Yeah. Love you guys. Kiwi girl living in Australia. That's really sweet, Carmen. Thank you. Um, what you're doing in Australia, I don't know if I would call it living, but um, uh, Okay. But but thank you for listening. I hope we're bringing enjoyment to your six by six room that you're locked in.
1: Oh, Jesus. Uh, oh.
0: Francisco Moreno, uh, muchas gracias. Sois los majeros. Francisco that means, Moreno.
2: That, that means you.
0: I'm pretty sure oh, really? that means that uh, Bjorkvin is super handsome. I'm pretty Woo! sure I speak Spanish. Okay, so so the the Husa, so the fell, uh you, your your country's okay with uh, a knockoff bag version that rogue made and anyone can come try to lift the stone but don't bother because not even Bjorkvin can do it.
1: Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. Uh, I, there's just a handful of people that have lifted that stone. It's I don't know the exact weight, but it's Do they drop I it? Got, Could
0: it break and the whole sh- the whole show be over? <sighs>
1: Uh, it's basically on like on a sand or a gravel, so I won't really break. Um, but it is, it has definitely like over, over the years, it has definitely like, you know, people have lost it, uh, lost it out of their hands and, you know, it might be like a pound or two lighter than it was like five years ago. So it's not much.
0: I wonder if anyone's ever like really hurt themselves or killed themselves, like dropped it on themselves.
1: (laughs) Probably. (laughs) I wouldn't know.
0: (laughs) Has i is, is that guy, the mountain guy, your friend? Like, do you have his phone number in your phone?
1: Uh, I could definitely get his phone number for sure. I don't have it at this point, but uh, yeah, I, like when we meet, we always like I always say hi to him and like ask how everything is going. It's it's that close.
0: And uh, ha- have you seen him lift it up?
1: Oh, the Who's About Stone? No, I haven't seen him do it. I've seen uh. Some other strongman, uh, yeah, like strongman guys do it. And there are there are a few that have done it actually. Um, but I've I've definitely like, have you seen Thor live?
0: No, no, not live. No, no. He Only like in movies and TV and stuff.
1: Fucking massive, like, dude, you wouldn't you wouldn't believe it.
0: You can't get you can't get your head wrapped around it until you meet him. And then even then, if you look away, you you still can't yeah. imagine how big he is. Then you look back like that, like you're just tripping would- on him the whole time he's there.
1: Yeah, pretty much. Like you see a strong man, like other strong men that are like very big, but then he comes in the room and he just makes them look like you know small girls. It's pretty much like that.
2: So you wouldn't, you wouldn't want to boxing ring with him.
1: Oh, absolutely not! And, and, and like right now, he's like weighing like three forty or something, and completely shredded. I would like to be honest. Like Eddie did not have a chance. And he's actually getting good at boxing. Like, his conditioning is great. That, like, it's so much better than it was. So freaking hard. There's no way that there's anyone else out there working harder than him, like, in the strongman scene.
0: I, I, I wonder if uh, Pujanowski is going to take the fight.
1: Yeah. When do we know that? Like, Are they going to announce that soon? or?
0: I don't know. For all I know, maybe he already did take it, but I just saw somewhere in the last couple of days that he said he wants to take the fight and he's ready for the fight, but it seems like that they're stuck on money from the little bit that I read. It looks like that there's okay. a money issue.
1: Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I guess they're getting a decent payday from this fight.
0: Did Yami Did Yami tell you to take these days off? Does your coach say, Hey, Bjorgman, you really have to go home and like find something else to do?
1: No, I I guess he didn't like he didn't even have to say it. Like he is very uh like he he wants me to be not training right now. Like it wouldn't make sense for me to be training right now. Um, but uh, well, we definitely talk I and mean, we we talk talk a lot together. Like pretty much every day. So we uh, yeah, we we we'll, we'll just start training when we're ready. And I guess that's like next Monday. So it's not gonna be you know I won't take like months off, but I'll take some time off.
0: So you have a Finnish coach, and like he doesn't have to talk to you. He just makes some like head nods and some gestures <laughs> yeah. because because they're meant a few words, and then you just know yeah. what he means.
1: <laughs> well, I think he he's getting he's getting much. I think he's getting much better because he's, he's uh, he has um, a British uh, girlfriend, and he's been living in London for such a long time. And like his Finnish has been like going a little. Like he's not as Finnish as he was once.
0: Gotcha. He's like, oh, this talking shit's not so bad. Maybe I'll do a little bit of it.
1: Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And he actually, he speaks very well. <clears throat> like I, I didn't, I didn't notice that he was finished until he just told me. So, so um, yeah.
0: And, and by the way, I I, I know he's a world class coach. I remember in the early years, he was just on a on a level all to himself. He he was on the. I, I don't know if he's still on the CrossFit Level One team, but I'm pretty sure he was a Flow Master. And man, yeah. he he was a beast.
1: I mean, yeah, he knew he some was.
0: shit, and he could articulate it like a like amazing.
1: Absolutely, yeah, yeah. And I just feel so dumb around him. If you know what I mean, it's just like he knows so much, and it's I. I've been very lucky to. Uh, so I met him in 2012, and I've been working with him since day one, basically. So I started following his training, his his training plan, which is called the training plan. Uh, in 2012, and then in 2015, we started working, uh, you know, on one-on-one, like personalized.
0: Um, do, when's the last time you've been on a skateboard? Uh,
1: it's been some time now, actually. Um, but I, I used to do it so much, so that was a life. Like, I really wanted to be a professional skateboarder when I was like twelve, thirteen, fourteen, maybe. And then uh, I don't know why I quit. Actually, I have no idea why I quit. I regret it, actually. It's uh, That's a well-paid sport, to be honest, like if you're good.
0: So so were, the, were, were soccer and skateboarding your two primary like expressions of athleticism prior to CrossFit?
1: So there was, yeah, there was like soccer, there was skateboarding, and then gymnastics. It was all mixed up like in uh, those years between like when I was like 9 to 15 years old, I was doing all three. And like, yeah, I was going hard on skateboarding, was uh, training soccer and then gymnastics as well. So I was super fucking active. Like, yeah, crazy active. And- um, Do you have siblings? Yeah, I have two two brothers and they're both. uh, So my brother, my oldest one, he went to the CrossFit Games in 2013 with uh, CrossFit Regevik team. Did
0: you wait? Hold on. Did you know that, Brian?
2: No, I have like to find the history of the CrossFit Games teams, especially when yeah. before they're not listed on the game site anywhere. I think there's only okay. one person who, who has that information.
0: Do you hear that, okay, Bjorn? A- you would never make excuses like that. You would never <laughs> look at Brian's making excuses why he doesn't have CrossFit Games data. Yeah. You would never. You would just come home and work harder. But anyway, go on. Yeah, That's yeah. Just The difference between us podcasters and someone like you. <laughs> okay so you I can't believe your brother went to the games that's crazy okay So older he, brother. so he
1: was on yeah older bro- my older brother and he is actually the owner of the gym that I train at CrossFit Hankit he's the owner of that gym and his his uh, wife Maria and Okay um,
0: hold on one more what I'm going to ask a really brave question here Yeah What's your brother's name
1: <laughs>
0: Hey Heidar hey Heidor in
1: New Hey Heydar Heydar, yes, that was. Good. Hey Heydar
0: and Bjorgvin, okay.
1: Yeah. Go
0: on. Sorry. I, and his I'll wife Maria owned the gym. What's the name of the gym?
1: Crossfit Henkit.
0: Okay, I'm asking these questions not because I give a shit, but because later on your brother's gonna be like, dude, you called me your brother and didn't say my name, and you said the gym and you didn't say the name. I mean, I'm hooking you up oh, fat right yeah, now.
1: yeah, thank you, thank you. It's all for that.
0: you, because like I could give Ho- a rat's ass, but I'm just looking out for you, buddy. I like it how you have Do your door you? cracked too.
1: Oh, uh, uh, it's so warm. Yeah, yeah. Can you see there's, there's a crack here? <laughs> yes, I can. <laughs> yeah, it's nice. The car, is, the car is off and I'm sweating so much. And there's a fucking pool there that I'm waiting to get into. <laughs>
0: we only have an okay. hour and a half more. We only have an hour and a half more. No, I'm joking. <laughs> no, I'm joking. No, we don't I'm,
1: have an hour I'm, I'm joking. So I was going to say something. So basically, I'm from this town down south. So at this point, I don't live in my original hometown. But my original home, hometown is like, is also down south with a population of 500 people. Okay. So it was 500 people. And we have three people from this town that have made it to the Games. Wow. So <laughs> it's crazy. me, my brother. And do you remember Nume Katriñarson from 2012? He won the Camp Pendleton him and Chad McKay and it had like the kidney issue.
0: I remember. Oh, is him. that the guy that went crazy too? He kind of lost his shit.
1: Yeah. 2012. He's a swimmer.
0: Yeah. That was nuts. That guy came in and he's st- a few people came in, but he had some like mental, crazy mental breakdown. Cause he was so dehydrated and they hauled him off yeah. in an ambulance and then brought him back later. Yep. But he was like That's screaming him. and yelling and he, he just kind of just, he just spun out. Yeah. It was kind of scary.
1: It was it was kind of scary. Then he came back like he got some like that with the water thing like hooked to his uh, to his body and like he came back and finished the competition. Yeah, in 2012, and he did pretty good. Like I don't know, like 15. I agree. Or, he placed 24th, yeah.
2: uh, 24th, which was 20 24th. slightly better than you your rookie
0: year.
1: Yeah, so, that's true. Fuck. <laughs> okay. That's what that's but, what
0: Brian's here for. That's what Brian's here for.
1: So if you Google if you Google now, uh, uh, no you will never be able to spell it. Okay Stock City is the name of the town, and there are three people from Stock City that have made it to the games. and we there are 500 people that live there. Stock City, there's a town in, in, in South.
0: I think there's more America. CrossFit gyms in Iceland per capita than anywhere in the, any other country in the world.
1: Yeah, that could make sense. There's a lot of there's a lot of them in in uh, the capital area right now, and they're popping up like here in the north and east, and like in in the smallest towns actually. Yeah, that's cool.
0: I'm um, also. I was. A, dudes... I was. A, I... Go
1: ahead. Oh uh, no, I was just going to say that I was. I was. I was actually in the swimming pool before I. Uh, before you guys called, and I met the ma- the mayor of Husavik, which is. One hour from here, from Aquari, and he was telling me that uh, that he has like an underground crossfit gym, and I gotta go and check it out at some point.
0: By underground, you mean it's like literally underground, or meaning he doesn't pay affiliate fees and he's just <laughs> fucking using the methodology, of no integrity, <laughs> no, which I'm okay probably, with. But...
1: Pro- probably both, but I think it's just like private <laughs> gym or something. But okay. uh, I need, I, I definitely need to check that out.
0: Um, wh- when you met him, did you? He was he in the pool too? Both you guys had your shirts off and just like.
1: Yeah, pretty much. And he just came over and said, like, congratulations with the games. Like, I know this was not what you wanted, but like fourth place is very good. And you're so consistent. Did you know
0: he was the mayor before he came over and said hi? No, no.
1: You know, I'm the king of Iceland at this point. You just have to understand that. I I,
0: I get it. That's awesome. (laughs) I love it. Can we say,
2: can we expand that to Europe in terms Uh, of CrossFit?
1: Oh, I want, yeah. For I, want sure. to, like, I want That's, that's
2: honest. Is something that this was really bothering me. I'm sure it'll. Be. After the quarterfinals, when I was getting doing yeah. and predicting semifinal placements and was, res-
1: yeah. yeah, I got
2: a, I got like a hundred messages from these guys. Edgy Fossa is the new king of Europe. <laughs>
1: Yeah, and they started. They started like telling that like on social media, and like after quarterfinals, like there's a new king in town. And like, dude, shut the fuck up for a minute. <laughs> like, seriously, it, just it's for fucking, a minute. It, it, just it, for a minute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because like the semifinals were coming, and like we only worked out for like two and a half minutes to the quarterfinals. So like, chill. And we had like a four at max front squad. So just hold your horses.
0: The king of Europe. Uh, Bjorgvin Kart gudmansen who hails yeah. from the island of um, Icelandia. I want to tell you yeah. that Olsen Dudes gave us $5 for talking to you. He said, enjoy really? all enjoying all the good gems, gentlemen. Congratulations on the performance. And he calls you BKG. And I'll translate oh. that for people. That's Bjorgvin Kart Gudmundsen.
1: Oh, awesome. Wow, that's great. Um, could, that oh. yeah.
0: Were you ever able to do a kickflip?
1: yes like dude i did i did skateboard for uh for like six years three i have i have some good i have some good footage actually like kickflip was like a sec like that was that was easy 360 flip down like i you know heart flip
0: no i'm just my kid can't do that yet so i don't know it i only learned the tricks my kids can do
1: okay okay kickflip yeah that was
0: tell me about the heart flip what's a heart flip
1: Hard clip is uh, what? That's like a kick flip, but the board goes. Um, so basically, this this is the board. Can you see my hand? Yeah. Yes. You do you do a kick clip and the board goes like this direction. So it's it's much hotter, and it goes like through your feet. You just have to YouTube it. I have no idea how to how to tell you guys what a hard flip is. Your
0: camera work <laughs> and your use of your camera right there. I'm um, surpassed that of the CrossFit Games in terms of storytelling. That was really amazing. I'm, you should be proud of yourself. I mean, they set the Thank bar you. pretty low, but um <laughs> but uh but, but that was really good. Uh, you were talking about something and then you panned the camera over and actually showed it to us. That's fucking amazing. Uh, That's amazing. Maybe after you're done with competing, you could go work in the broadcast team and explain them how that works. Wh-
1: yeah. Maybe I will, actually. Yeah, they uh... are <clears throat> Yeah, I don't. I don't want to say anything negative, but like,
0: it's not. It's not negative. It's. It's just. It's just. It's just accurate. Negative would be like, um, fuck those guys. They should burn in hell. That wouldn't be cool because because no one's perfect. But the fact that the yeah, camera I, and the storytelling wasn't being told, and that they try to claim that CrossFit Games is a sport, um, is yeah. is, is.
1: No, is, I agree. Is, is, I agree, is, but no. also, but also, like, there's so many people that are talking about. Dude, The live show is testing the workouts. You know, mainly focused on, of course, the guy and cheat just to have like Like this, like side side screen screen where you can can see like other people going as well or like an overview or something like they do in the Formula 1. You know what I mean? If you're only showing all the time, just let's say present Wellner in first and second you know they're all in that heat that people are trying to watch uh bad for like other places and stuff so that I think they should do a little better job on with the broadcasting
0: I don't know. I I disagree with you a little bit. I think it would be great if they just showed the guys who were winning and the guys who were chasing them. They couldn't even do that. Travis Mayer was winning an entire event in, with one yeah. second uh, of with Scott Panchick and they couldn't show that. Let me tell you something. I could make I could put a piece of a string on the back of one snail, and then tape it to the back of another snail, and put them on the ground and have them do a pull off to see which snail is stronger. Mm-hmm. And tell that story more exciting than the broadcast did at the CrossFit Games this year. I'm just telling, and that's not. I'm not being negative, or it's not a put down. I'm just telling you the facts. Like I like, it's just sna- the snail pull off is slow, but it can be dramatized and made exciting. <laughs> do you guys have snails in Iceland? Do you even know what I'm talking about? Or do they freeze? Well, not- with all that mucus in them freeze, and they just die. Well, we have. You guys don't have snails. Yes, we have,
1: we have like super small. We don't have, have the, that- the, the 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 giant ones. We don't have the ones with the fucking shell and like, well, we yeah, I don't see them often.
0: I, when I was, um, I, I was in, I Olsen dudes. Thank you for the, uh, 499. Did I already say that? Yeah, probably. Um, uh, when I was in Iceland, uh, um, I came there and I filmed with Annie and I think, in in uh, I, th- I think Katrin was at her gym then, but it was before she was just like someone taking classes. And, um, I was really into insects at the time. So everywhere I went, I took pictures of insects. Do you know how hard it is to find insects in Iceland?
1: It's not hard at all. I mean... Really? You were really into that? Filming insects?
0: (laughs) Yeah, let's not talk about that. Let's just talk about whether you have insects. That was just context for the story. I couldn't find... It was like... I was like, oh, look, there's a fly. And I went and took a picture of it. I mean, there were so few bugs in your country.
1: Uh, I mean, I there's a lot of them. Probably, there isn't. I don't know. Like there are few men. You probably have to go to Australia or something to get like the proper one. But uh, yeah,
0: or South America. I've been I to South wouldn't, America.
1: I wouldn't come here to. Sorry, I guess I would.
0: <laughs> no, I came to. I came to film Nature. Annie. I came there to film Annie, and it was great. It was great, and she was great. And Iceland was great. I don't know. That was back in the 70s when I worked for CrossFit. Yeah, probably. Maybe, what What year was the first year she won the Games? 2011. Yeah, yeah it was probably right after she won the Games.
1: Right, yeah.
0: That when,
2: when did you first get interested in Formula 1?
1: Formula 1? Uh, so, basically, my dad watched a lot of Formula 1 when Uh, When Mika Hakkinen, which is the Finnish, was competing a lot. He was um, running for uh, McLaren. But that, it kind of a little bit, but I regained the interest when I watched the... the, And now I'm all in again. Yeah, it
2: seems like you followed really closely.
1: I've completely um, missed the Hamilton show. So basically, when he was coming up, I had already mm-hmm. like quit watching the Formula One, but like last year, I started. What I don't think that I've, um, I've not, I've not missed that one race. It's, 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 it's very, it. Have
2: you ever been in uh, one of those? Cars? His audio,
0: is, his audio, is starting to sound like the audio from morning when he did the interview with Morning Chalkup. Like he's talking in a tin can.
1: <laughs> uh, I also. So- um, you're gonna, I can't hear I went outside the car
0: oh that sucks so not only do we have a language wow. barrier but we have a stuttering issue
2: I don't think there's any language barrier definitely <coughs> a language barrier <laughs> have you ever been in the Formula 1 car?
1: no I've never been in a Formula 1 well I, I would you know oh, what? what Janikowski. he's sponsored by and he's the red bull car but he's yes. like he, he's been like throughout the car and like checked it out and like he has, he has like called this steam wheel yeah. up and everything like that that's very cool I yeah, he was telling me this in Madison
0: only one person fits in those cars at a time right yeah so it's not like someone could give you a ride in it
1: no no I don't think so no. like it would be quite tight in there
0: like tight, as, if, the, like, tight like, as the like if yeah. Oh, good call. Yeah,
1: I'm similar. To the wetsuit, I guess. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: like, I'm gonna go through some. Yeah. Co- go ahead. No,
0: I'm gonna uh, go through some questions so... kind of fast here. Ready? Yep. Yep. Uh, um, just stuff from your Instagram that I've looked at. So we talked about how hard it is to get in your wetsuit. You have had one coach the entire time. Um, have, you've never been tempted to switch coaches. We won't tell Yami. Go I'm ahead. To be to honest. Do... Well, so, so,
1: so, again, again, I've never been
0: switch coaches oh and you can just whisper your answer have you ever been attempted to kick kick have you ever been attempted attempted
1: it's got coming off a little bit i don't i don't hear you
0: um have you ever he's trying to get off the phone he can hear us fine brian he's just trying to get out of the podcast um bjordman have you have you ever been um have you ever uh been tempted to kick yami to the curb
1: No, I never wanted.
0: You weren't like, you're never like, God damn it. I'm just going to go train at the mayhem camp. (laughs)
1: No, not at all.
0: (laughs) That's amazing. Why one coach the whole time?
1: Say one more time.
0: Why one coach the entire time? Why not? Why not mix it up?
1: Just trust the, the guy, guy from the beginning. Like he's, it's, he's so intelligent. He's constantly learning something. New. To Integrate that into our, our training. So it's it's, it's never like, like it's flat. We like have new like new goals. We try things, and we that worked from the previous, previous season. Kind of the thing that like as well. But then and he's just, just like trying right. to like he. Like, I feel like he wants to just because, like, I might be like for him, like, getting people to sign. Like, yeah, that's, that's not what I feel like. I feel like we are just on the same path, trying to make. So that's the.
0: So he challenges you.
1: If he. he I would not be with him.
0: Um, so he challenges you. He challenges you. It's not easy.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Like he he needs needs a lot. (laughs) Need to do do very, very well well for him to be impressed. You're doing great. What I I feel, it's like, yeah, he wants me to work hard and you know do well, but he's not like. He's not like this uh, new this new mother that says to his to the child like you're doing so great for everything that you do. Do you know what I mean? So it's kind of like he wants me to work hard and he challenges me, and then he doesn't get impressed very easily. Well, of course that you know he he's been training Andy as well, so you know what I mean.
0: Yeah, it's really cool that you say that. I'm reading this book Bounce right now bounce it's got a spring mm-hmm. on the cover i wish i could remember the name of the author have you read that book no it's basically it, it goes there's a whole chapter chapters basically you should never tell anyone they're smart you should just tell people right. your work keep working harder your hard work is paying off it, 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 it's exactly what you said. What you just said. He's not there telling you how great you are. It's a huge, no. huge mistake. And I just was listening to Khabib uh, Nergamanan. Nergaman, yeah. Ner, you know Khabib. We won't the, say his
1: last U, name. UFC fighter. Yep.
0: Yeah, and his father would call him after fights where he would demolish opponents, and his father would just tell him what he did wrong. And man that this this book is fascinating this book bounce. I hope I can get the author on. I Matthew highly Syed. recommend it. Matthew Syed. Matthew Syed. Matthew Syed.
1: Matthew
0: Okay. Yeah, fascinating book, but it basically talks about the psychology of what of what makes people better and what you should say to them and like what are the worst things you could say to little kids. And if you tell and one of the premises he gives in the book and he gives an example is, is if you keep telling mm-hmm. a kid he's smart, he's so good, he's so smart, he'll believe that he's talented. And not only will he then – basically then what he'll do is he'll be afraid of failure. You'll train them to become right. afraid of failure by telling them how good they are. God, I'm so sorry that the connection's bad. I know that sucks. Yesterday I interviewed someone and the connection was bad. And it just makes you want to say, hey, fuck off. I'm done. Because it makes me yeah, yeah, not yeah. fun. It's, I'm it's, sorry. It's
1: actually, getting, it's actually getting much better now. It's okay. like it's, I think it's, it's back, only back, when Brian normal. talks.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's, When you and Brian talk, they, 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 they just <laughs> throttle that shit down
1: because because
0: yeah. <laughs> uh, they know they want to hear me talk. Um, what's your relationship like with um, with uh, uh Annie and uh, Sarah and um, and Catherine? Like, yeah, what, what what's your relationship? And 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 maybe this other guy I can't say his name, but this other guy who Brian was trying to give some love to, the guy who took yeah, nine. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, the other so, the other um, athletes
0: on the on the island.
1: Basically, uh, you know, and and he was there before us for sure. Like he won the 2011 and 12 games and, you know, we all looked up to her. And I think me, Catherine and Sarah probably just started doing CrossFit because of her um, winning the games and and all, all that cool stuff that she was doing. So I started doing CrossFit in 2012 and Sarah as well. I think Catherine as well. And around that time, the community was just building up rapidly in Iceland. And, uh, so we just met, like, for, I met Sarah for the first time at level one Seminar, actually. Um.
0: Just randomly, like you were both taking your level one?
1: Yeah. Like super randomly, just both taking the level one. She was at a different gym. Catherine was at a different gym. And then I was, um, you know, in, in So, uh. In In So basically, yeah. we just started, um. Training a little bit together. We went. European like training camps before the regionals together, and you know, really just so tight and we eat. just talk stuff. so are sponsored by the same, same you know, supplement. We we'll have to do for photo photos together, so like I get. Uh, and before I started, like all right after I started, and then. then <coughs> Friendship has definitely just stayed there.
0: And with all of them?
1: Oh, definitely with all of them. I mean, you know, Catherine is the only one. Is, well, she fucking loves. And Annie lives in. So, I mean.
2: I think we should also include. Competing since 2012 and made the game six times, also. And gets lost by the other I'm, girls, but she's amazing.
1: Uh, Thuri has been there longer than. Theory has been training for longer than me, Sarah, and Katrin. And like, she was at the game 12th, uh, dude. So that's. She's been to the games like eight times.
2: Six times. And this year, she plays 13th. Two years ago, she was 9th. So she, you know, she's, she's representing Iceland very well, also.
0: Do you think it helps uh, Bjorgvin's cause that you brought her name up, or do you think it hurts that he forgot? Like he would have been better off just forgetting her. Like when she texts him later on today, she can be like, <laughs> "Hey, thanks for mentioning my name," or she can be like, "Bjorgvin, you asshole! No, you Uh-oh, you asked him. Bjorgvin. Asked him
2: about him. those three women. You forgot her, not me or him.
0: All right, Bjorgvin. Well, it was nice talking to you. That sums up our podcast for the afternoon. Um, we thank you for listening. Please tune in again tomorrow. Oh shit! God what? damn it! Oh, I wasn't gonna use that phrase. Darn it! I was trying not to say anything blasphemous in this show. I got two DMs from two nice two people who were being really, really sweet, and they're like, "Hey, cut down on the on the Jesus Christ comments and the goddamn it." And I was really gonna try not to say those in the show, and I just said, "I said one of them." I apologize. Someone, someone from Iceland.
2: What... I think someone from Iceland do... just made a comment, but I wasn't. Uh, I was gonna ask him what it meant. But
0: and just, he's gone. Do you know. think he'll try? You think he'll try to come back on? Or you think he's faking? His phone connection <laughs> went out. He's like, "Hey, this is gonna be a bad connection." Oh, you got your podcast T-shirt yesterday. How's it fit? I like mine because uh, it it fits a little bit just perfectly around the arms, so it makes me look a little more swollen than I am, and it fits my chest and shoulders nicely. It's a little bit long. Con con. Oh Bjorgvin Bjorgvin Kort goodmanson i didn't even get to my questions i wanted to chastise him he did a coca-cola commercial and i wanted to tell him that um that when he goes to the pearly gates of heaven that he will need <laughs> to answer to that um he trains with gunner Gunnar nielsen uh uh bjorkman has an agent what's his agent's name um
2: so- Snor- sorry snorri Snor-
0: snorri snorri what a great name is that guy icelandic
2: Ah, oh, it's Norrie Barron. I'm not sure. He might be. I think he is, but he is. He's just really, really human also. Like like powerlifting okay. numbers are through the roof.
0: Yeah, so I, I wanted to let Bjorgvin, that the only reason why we had him on the show was is so that we could... uh that was our way of courting his agent, so I could get Gunnar Nelson on the show. UFC fighter, amazing UFC fighter. My goodness, my goodness. Uh, Giddyup says he's not faking it. His he was sounding like a chipmunk for a while. How come the resolution is only 720p? Uh, Yandy, I don't know if that's something we can adjust in the settings. I'm not sure. You know, you know what it says on here is that it's sometimes it'll say it's going live at 240 uh manny serrano uh see how i rolled my r love you guys all great podcasts thank you i don't know if they're all great but we try um there was man there were a couple great things there was a picture on his instagram of him with dave uh is the guy's name dave grohl from the foo fighters the guy was in nirvana oh uh I'm i'm not sure I wanted to ask him about that. He just bought a new house. He wears a heart rate monitor. I want to ask him what the downside of that is. I wanted to ask him about his girlfriend. He just bought a house. Was that his girlfriend? It's about
2: her but wasn't it Betty?
0: But, yeah yeah, but I was going to ask him more, you know, like wh- what what he finds attractive in a girl, how they met. We didn't even ask him how he found CrossFit. Um, I think we were about I was ba- going to ask I was gonna ask him what uh, grip he uses in his chest of bar pull ups, um, the the split grip, monkey grip, or what's it? What's the what's the, what, are, what are the grips? You would have done help me with that. Are you he talking about, like a grip company? No, no. Which grip he uses? Does he use the chin up grip or the pull up grip or like what what he was using in the chest of bar pull ups? Like what he uses? <clears throat> like if he ever switches. You guys should do all your podcasts in two forty. Oh, I think I see BKG trying to get back on. I could, you know what's funny? He didn't give us his phone number. He was one of the only guests that we had to email the link to. Why did we have to email it to him? Does that mean he doesn't like us or trust us?
2: It's just an Icelandic thing. He's, he obviously knows the mountain, but he doesn't have his phone number either.
0: Um, He owns a snowmobile. I wanted to ask him about that. I don't know anyone who owns a snowmobile. Uh, But I get oh, and then there was this, th- in the gym he works at, there's a his rope climb is at the top of a flight of stairs. Yeah, it looks like a very dangerous place to have a rope climb. A vi-
2: v- is is that the gym that has that like mural of a balsa? like this picture.
0: I don't anyway. know. You should have asked him about him having his hand in his pants on the elevator with Con Porter. Yeah, I don't I don't know what you're talking about, ironically, Fit, but that is a question that's right up my alley. <laughs> he didn't But Bilal Ahmed Khan says he didn't give them them the mountain his number either. Yeah, good point. That's good. It's thanks for making this feel better. Um, how long was this podcast?
2: Like an hour, 20 minutes before he left.
0: All right. And you know, he's at the pool and people like the mayor are coming up to him.
2: No, it's that good. We've got I mean, there's definitely some stuff we've again sometime
0: all right uh what a great guest huge mistake that we didn't have him on oh thank you nick of time when is rich coming on that is um i think my fault um we've been texting back and forth and uh as soon as i get off the phone i will bug rich again i have a whole page of questions to ask rich maybe i'll go live later today and get a bunch of questions from you guys also Ironically, fit his IG. Oh, you mean like DM him and be like, "Yo, where'd you go?" Uh. On August second, two thousand thirteen, he also made a post that said he will CrossFit for life, and I thought that was pretty cool. Okay, Brian, here I have a question for you before we go. Mm-hmm. I have to pee bad now. Um, do you know who Logan Collins is?
2: <clears throat> Logan Collins.
0: Yeah, Logan. Oh, maybe it's Logan Collins. Yeah. Do you know that name?
2: American CrossFitter. I, yeah. Is
0: it? Someone someone Whoa. sent me a DM saying we should have him on the podcast, but I don't know who he is. And for some reason, that name stuck with me. Guys, if you're going to send Brian and I um, uh, suggestions for podcasts, send us their IG also. Send a link to their IG. So many people send suggestions and then they don't send links to their IG. And I know who Logan Collins is. Is he? Is he, a, is he? a crossfitter? Does
2: has he made it to the games? Is it a dude? Four four consecutive. Nineteen. I think he finished eleventh. Cl- eleventh finish thirteenth, fifteenth, something like that. He's had some good finishes. He competed in the Atlas Games semifinals this year, which I thought was, choice because it was a very stout Canadian field that most of whom were forced to compete there, and I thought it decreased his chances of making it this season, and he didn't make it. Um, I don't think, even think he made the last that Atlas games. Men's field was very, very tough, but uh, live competition. He would have had a chance to make it this year.
0: And do you think the little bit we just talked about him now is enough for um, enough time for him on this amazing podcast?
2: I, you know, I, I really don't know much about him outside of maybe he's a, maybe he's an interesting guy, but I don't know.
0: I, I'm going to put – oh, I was going to say the Logan Collins. Logan. I'm going to type his name in here, Collins CrossFit. And if he's handsome, we'll have him on. If he's not, that's just how I roll. I'm superficial like that, guys. You know. Oh, yeah. He's handsome. Yep. Sunglasses. Good body. Good pistol. Did he shave his head? In, in one picture, I see him. He's got hair. In another picture, I see him, he's not got hair.
2: Yeah. He did shave his head at some point.
0: Yeah, he's a stud. Maybe we'll have him on. Oh, no, I mean, that that's being presumptuous. Like like who he, he would come on. Yeah, he'd come on. Get Lazar on again. We will definitely get Lazar on again. I think one of the shows that Brian and I were talking about doing the other day was to get uh Lazar Jukic on and basically do the same thing we did with um who did we go through every event with? Hopper. Hopper. Yeah. Basically do the same thing with Lazar. I basically saw Lazar do a post saying, um, he wanted to, he's going to do a post going through every event. And I quickly um, DM'd him and said, Hey, we do that on our show. He said he would. So I think our producer, Matt Souza is, uh, scheduling that get Brent on. Um, we, we definitely would like to get Brent on, uh, Carrie Pierce, Bethany Shadburn. Um, I've been really wanting to get all those people on, and we've just been dealing with their schedules, um and then when i see that they've gone on other podcasts i start seeing that uh you know that just makes my just punishes my ego because i'm like hey man you should have done our show so then i start being i start throwing myself a pity party and start getting angry at them um is there any chance we can see dan bailey in the podcast no there's no chance meh met adini i want to leave you guys on this note <laughs> Real quick, because I didn't get to do my rant in the beginning of the podcast. Um, If you were to ask a girl out on a date and she were to say no to you, do you think it would be smart then to start calling her a bitch and a cunt and start bad mouthing her? What do you think that that do you think that that would be effective or do you say, okay, I understand? Um, and, then, and then maybe like spend another month, let's say it's some girl at your gym, spend another month maybe like making sure you shower before you come to the gym and like doing nice things to her and like trying to, you know, court her, peacock, impress her, do things. And it could go both ways, man or, or woman. I don't mean to, to say it either way. But if you ask someone out and they say no, do you think it, then, then your, the proper response is to attack them? because I would propose that if you do attack someone after you were to ask them out on a date that all they're getting is clarification that that they made the right decision like why would someone want to go out with someone who want, the second they hear no they throw a temper tantrum there was a there were, many many years ago I'd say three or four years ago I went to um, to check on Dave Castro's Instagram account and I couldn't find it And I called Dave and I said, hey, dude, I can't find your account. What's going on? And Dave goes, oh, I blocked you. And I go, oh, why did you do that? And he goes, just so you know how it felt. I was like, oh, that's cool. Thanks. Sucks. (laughs) I understand that like you might be offended if someone blocked you. But if it's your character to then attack the person who blocked you. One, it's deeply and profoundly embarrassing. For you, I think. I mean, I would be deeply and profoundly embarrassed if I threw a temper tantrum. Like if Brian blocked me and he said he wasn't going to come on the podcast and I did the next three podcasts telling you what an asshole he was, that would be weird. I mean, that would just show my insecurity, my weakness. Um, and and even if I wanted to attack him, I would push that shit down. I wouldn't want to expose myself as being a little bitch. So that's it. That's it. So if you ask a girl out and she says, no, don't attack her, because I, I don't think I think that all you're doing is is revealing your character like that. That's like that. She made the right decision. Like, yeah, that's that's not someone I would have wanted to go out with. I, I, I wanted to go out with a strong, confident man and not uh, or a strong, confident woman, not someone who's a uh, little bitch. And then if you really want to fuck with them, just start dating their brother or sister. All right. I think Sevon, Matt, something is a merch opportunity. I think Sevon. M A T something. That's. Uh, you said <laughs> <you're> <laughs> <laughing>. <laughs> oh, thank you. Uh, there's some words that I don't like. I, I don't like the word merch. I don't like the word click the like button or. Oh, Sevon, also, some people clarified. Like Yes, Some
2: people exactly. clarified what what he had meant was not a Scandinavian Scandinavian wipe; it was a Scandinavian vibe. That was a probably oh. another word you don't like. S-
0: no, I like vibes. Good swipe. Oh, so he says swipe swipe in Iceland. Wipe wipe. So vibe vibe. You have a we have a very good vibe. B- Bjorgman, if you're listening now, the word is vibe. But whatever you do, you you do you.
2: And then that that does make me feel better about that.
0: Uh... <laughs> and and when and when you do use words like that Bjorgvin it um it gives Brian the opportunity to do something on the podcast and get clarification and be smart. So that was good. That see see, see that positive outlook I have. Positive optimism. Uh ladies and gentlemen, thank you guys for tuning in. I tried to shoot the shit and make up a bunch of shit to give Bjorgman time to get back on but you know now he's in the pool he don't give a rat's ass about us so I guess I go over to the I, I'm running the live stream today so I guess I go over to the live stream and I just hit end stream does anyone want to say anything to Brian before we before we uh, before we oh wait I'll read this Iris John's daughter that Icelandic <laughs> Go with your gut. Impress if you think it's worth it. But being a passive-aggressive idiot says everything about you. Attacking is the same. Thank you for the interview with Bjorn. Yeah, that was our pleasure, actually. The fact that we didn't have him on during the games was a complete shit show and a failure on our part, and, and I own that. Hands down the best CrossFit podcast. Keep up the good work. Does anyone have any questions for Brian? You want to ask Brian? I'll give you, Brian will give you two minutes before he has to like run off and, and start studying numbers for the games next year. Brian could easily narrate a meditation routine. I so agree, Nick of Time. What a great voice, right? Great, relaxing voice. He's the exact opposite of me. Brian, what are you? Uh, Alyssa Carr <laughs> wants to know what you're doing today. Woo! That, speaking of passive-aggressive, that's passive-aggressive. Like, Do you want to go out with me?
2: Oh, it's a nice day here, so I might go uh- well, I'm looking forward to writing this one and then, uh, might go throw some disc golf before coaching this afternoon.
0: So, so predictable. <laughs> <sighs> oh, and here I'm going to, I'm going to go out on a limb here and say that Brian is, um, Brian is going to play disc golf by himself. Is that correct? People that
2: have one to 3 PM free in the afternoon. Like I,
0: I, I think Brian likes to spend a lot of time alone and um I think that's healthy and I think uh that's that's all I got. I'm, playing, it, in a, uh, I'm yeah, playing in I'm playing in a tournament
2: safe. at the end of the month, so I gotta practice a little bit.
0: You'll probably wear noise canceling headphones when you go to that <laughs> tournament with a with a shirt that says don't talk to me. <laughs> <laughs> um uh Brian only does this podcast because it takes him out of his comfort zone. Every time he does one, it's like Fran. Yandy wants to say, uh, I think this is for you, Brian. Is there a public database for CrossFit games or CrossFit data?
2: I don't think, I think that the best that there is publicly available and it's it's for sure. Um,
0: Other than that, man, I have to pee so bad. Well, All right guys, I'm head going head back up. over. I'm I'm ending the stream. Thank you ironically fit. Thanks guys for uh, tuning in. I will try to get this up on iTunes and uh, Spotify and whatever those things are later on today.
1: Peace.